Welcome to the Partnering with Parents podcast, where we, the Pursuit Family Ministry Team, give you, the parent, resources and tools to help you grow your family's faith from a Sunday experience to an everyday faith. Welcome to the Partnering with Parents podcast. My name is Andrew Green, and I am the Student Ministry Director at The Pursuit, and I'm the host of this podcast. Our guest today is Caitlin Sturtz, the Children's Ministry Director, and so I'm super excited to talk with her and dive into what it means to have an everyday faith. But first, uh, let's talk a little bit about why we're calling this podcast partnering with parents. Yeah, I think as we have thought through just our different ministries, family ministries as a whole, we really wanted to emphasize the bridge between a parent's faith and a child's faith and just kind of that gap in between. And we really wanted to not just have kids come here on a Wednesday for renewal or on a Sunday for children's ministry church or youth church and that kind of be it, that we didn't want our role to stop there. And we just realized the value in being able to partner with parents to equip them to help their children grow in their faith. It's very similar to education, right? Like we don't find it, parents don't see it as their job to teach their kids Mm -hmm. math, which makes sense. There are math teachers who are much better at that. Um, but we've kind of done the same thing with spirituality where we've put all the ownership on our family spiritual development on the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, I think that's something that should be taking place every day at home. It's just sometimes we don't feel super equipped to do that, right? Yeah, definitely. I think there have been times, probably the first good chunk of my walk with God, I did not feel equipped to show my faith or teach our three-year-old at the time about faith. I think for families, especially new believers who have not grown up in the church or they grew up in the church, but they didn't have parents who invested in them spiritually, we can feel so ill-equipped and that we're just doing it all wrong. Yeah. So I'll say this. I feel incredibly (laughs) ill-equipped because I'm not even a parent yet, Mm. right? Uh, I get to work with students all the time, but I'm not a parent, but that's a season of my life that if things go as planned in the next couple years, that's Mm -hmm. gonna be a new thing for me. So there are definitely people like you and others, Adam Casper, our family pastor, Lindsay Tippery, um, our early childhood development director. That sounds cool. Yeah, that does sound cool. Um, I've, you know, walked in on conversations where you or Adam are talking about how you guys are shepherding your kids or your families. And I'm like all ears because I want to learn how to do that. And I imagine that there are many of our listeners who are kind of in the same boat. We want to know how to shepherd our kids and families, but we don't know how. And so ultimately that's what this podcast is about. We want to give you tools and resources to help you grow your children and your family spiritually. Yeah. And also to add to that, we want to encourage you parents. We want to I mean, we, we are championing for you guys. Yes. We are cheering you guys along. We know that it's not going to be easy. 
we know that it's not done perfectly. I know I don't do it perfectly. And we just want to encourage you guys because it's hard. But the fruit of that, even just those little glimpses can be so sweet. And yeah, it's it's exciting stuff. Okay. Yeah. So let's let's dive into the topic that we've been um, having all these jam mm. sessions about talking about in everyday mm. faith. So this is really interesting to me, right? We kind of have this way of doing faith, I think even specifically in our country where it's kind of a once a week thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like we show up at church, we sing the songs, we hear the message, but then the next six days of the week, we feel kind of disconnected from that religious space that we were just in. Oh yeah, definitely. I think we've seen that. I, I'm sure we've all seen that in our own personal lives. Mm -hmm. We see that in the lives of our kids or the youth that you guys uh, get the pleasure of ministering to and doing life with every week. And so I think in order for the shift to happen where we go from an everyday faith to, or where we go from a shallow Sunday faith to a deep everyday faith, it has to be the family unit. We have to be all in. Yeah. And to be all in, we have to do it seven days a week it has yeah. to be a part of our life like it's so easy mm -hmm. to be all in on sunday right yes. like we show up to church with our that one t-shirt that we have that has a bible verse on oh, it you of know of course those are the most important <laughs> part of our spiritual uh, life absolutely <laughs> the bible app is open before we even walk yes. in the door we're just ready to go um, we know the songs we get into it and we have that hope and that faith that's so real to us in that moment but then Monday morning rolls around, and mm. it's so easy to put our hope and faith in other things. Oh, yeah, that's right? good. It's mm -hmm. it's a transition that happens. Yeah. And as people who are called to equip other people to do ministry and to have an everyday faith, mm -hmm. we have to figure out better ways to equip people to do that. Yeah. Um, so that when we show up at work or dealing with a problem at work on Monday morning, our hope and faith are in the same things that it was in on Sunday. Yes. That yeah. same Jesus is still so real to us as we're working through those problems rather than all of a sudden putting faith in, oh, if only people liked me, um, yeah. you know, if this problem would go away or if only uh, my marriage was better or my yeah. kid wouldn't act like this, you know. Yeah. We put our faith and hope in different things Monday through Saturday yeah. most of the time. And so it's good. making that transition is something that's really important. Um, an analogy, we used a few analogies this weekend mm -hmm. when we were talking mm -hmm. about it um, at church, um, but talking about how, right, we need, like it's a seed, right? And we need yeah. to water it on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's something that, I mean, I loved where you just said where every, it's almost a flip of a switch that changes over from being at church on a Sunday and just being able to feel the Holy Spirit. And I think we discount that we can still have that same experience. Mm -hmm. We just don't have the church to facilitate it for us and yeah. we have to facilitate it ourselves. Yeah. We have to be intentional about spending time with God. Yeah. We have to be intentional about praying, about mm -hmm. being in the word Yeah. and just allowing that door to be open to where people can see our faith and people mm -hmm. can see that we are followers in Jesus just in our everyday moments. Yeah. And so ultimately that's what the next 10 to 12 weeks is going to yeah. be about is, and not just us saying, you guys should really, you need to do this. <laughs> if you, 
Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. You know, baby steps, easy wins for you at home. Yeah. Because we recognize mm-hmm. <laughs> that life is kind of crazy right now. You know, there's a lot of things going on. Um, school's crazy. Work is crazy from home. And so fitting these things into your life, we recognize isn't easy. And it's not an overnight process. But we want to give you the tools and resources that you need um, to make that happen. This weekend, as we kicked off our series we started in acts chapter 2 verse and verse 42 was really kind of the crux of where we wanted this series to go and it says that after all these people develop devoted them all these people became followers of jesus it says that they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and to fellowship and to prayer and that word devoted it we just want to emphasize that it can't just be a Sunday devotion. It needs to be an everyday devotion. Yeah, absolutely. I think an analogy that I like, and I've been to a lot of summer camps and winter camps with youth. Mm -hmm. And so this makes sense to me. If you've ever been on a trip at all, um, you've probably packed shampoo with you. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I've learned over the years (laughs) that if I'm packing shampoo, I need to make sure it's sealed. Right. Oh yeah. And so I always put a piece of tape over that top and I throw it in that Ziploc bag, seal it, roll it up, yeah. and just pray the entire trip that somehow, <laughs> once again, it doesn't end up all over my clothes. And I feel like we've kind of done that to our faith. Yeah. We've taken it and sealed it off in this one part of our life. And we, we don't have devotion because it's not, we haven't allowed it to affect those other parts mm. of our life. We mm-hmm. haven't invited God in uh, to a lot of those other spaces. And I think Acts chapter 2 gives us so many little examples um, towards the end of that chapter there of how how people were devoted yeah right it wasn't like complicated they weren't all signing up for seminary yeah Um, they were just eating meals together Mm -hmm. and reading scripture together praying together Mm -hmm. it's really really simple and we can move in that direction i think um, with just baby steps in that direction it's not hard yeah And I think that's when you think of it as just those baby steps, it makes it so much less overwhelming on where to start. Mm -hmm. I mean, it can be as simple as allowing your kids to hear you pray for the the messy parts in your day, not just for God to bless this food or for you to have a good night's sleep when you're tucking your kids in. And while those moments are so sweet, sometimes it is allowing your kids to hear you petitioning to God for the hard, messy stuff going on in your life. And it doesn't have to be polished. It doesn't have to be perfect. Your words don't have to sound eloquent or that you've been to seminary and you know all the right things to say. But just those everyday messy moments where we can bring our kids and allow them to see that, I think it allows them to see that, wow, I can go to God with anything. That's so good. I even look back on my childhood, and I was raised in a Christian family. Um, and I, but I, rem- I remember certain moments where, mm-hmm. like, just simple things like seeing one of my parents in the scriptures mm-hmm. when I woke up and coming in the living room and yeah. seeing that. Se- like, I actually, re- like, very clearly remember those moments. Mm-hmm. And I think that they shaped me in many ways. Um, and I hope to be able to imitate that for my children one mm-hmm. day and it's 
we want you to be able to do that too. We want you to be able to have these tools and resources because kids kids need to see this stuff. Yeah. And I, I think you're right. It's the it's those little things that are so incredibly mm. impactful. Um, yeah, because they're they're going to imitate us. We know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. know that kids are going to imitate us. Sometimes they imitate the parts that we maybe wouldn't want the world seeing. Yeah. <laughs> so why the more we can give them of the areas that we want to see them imitate, we have to set that example. Yeah. And it's not just for when they're adults because kids know how to bring it now. Like they do. They have so much to bring to the table Mm -hmm. for a family and a church community when it comes to faith. Yeah. And I think that's something we were talking about earlier of how we are limiting kids ability to, like you said, bring it. Yeah. I mean, there's so yeah. many. They know how to drop the truth bombs. They do. Yep, <laughs> they do. It's not always comfortable. Yep, it's usually not comfortable. And that's what makes it so good because they don't have that. Um, they don't maybe feel the cultural pressures we might feel yeah. of saying things. Yeah. And they they can sit at the table with us. They yeah. can have these hard, hard conversations. Kids and students have this sixth sense mm-hmm. where they can like pick out hypocrisy and like when we're contradicting what we say with the way we live to live as adults they're so annoyingly good at spotting it yes (laughs) but that's so helpful for us as families yep if we can receive it oh yeah i have a 13 year old so i know um those areas (laughs) where she's really good at pointing out yeah (laughs) the things that i'm asking her not to do or the things i'm uh, helping her with so so we're gonna dive into some practical resources in the mm-hmm. coming weeks and tools that you can use. Uh, but this week, if we could give parents an easy win at mm-hmm. home, what would that be? For this week, we want that win to be just, we want you parents to spend some time praying. Ask that God would just mold your heart, that he would soften your heart to these topics, that he would give you a desire to want to be the driving force behind your child's spiritual life. And then also having a conversation with your kids about what we talked about on Sunday. I think sometimes that conversation gets left in as soon as parents walk out the doors of this church. They've gone to their main service church. Their kids have been in kids ministry. They pick them up. And then as soon as they walk out the doors, it's like life hits them and they forget to have those conversations. Thank you for joining us for the first ever Partnering with Parents podcast. Make sure to tune in next week as we dive into some specific tools and resources to help you grow your family's faith.